Hey everyone, welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. This is Coffee and Tea with Justin and Tashina. It I'm sure Tashina. Is. And I'm Justin. Uh, today's topic is super interesting. Yeah, it kind of plays off of what we talked about yesterday with Christina. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to that yet, mm-hmm. you, you'll pr- you're going to want to either yeah. before or after. Just because it's a good episode. It's a good episode. It's, it's exciting. It's not required listening no. for this one. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I think if you like today's episode, you'll like yesterday's episode. If, if you, you like it. today's episode, you're going to love yesterday's <laughs> episode and vice yeah. versa, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. They're very symbiotic with we, each other. <laughs> absolutely. We talked about tiny homes and small living. Yeah. And potentially, I mean, this the conversation with Christina yesterday was really talking about how she's doing it, what yeah. the plan is, where they're at in their process. Yeah. And today we really dived into like our fantasy of what we would want it to be like. Yeah. And also talking about how practical it would be for someone, people like us. Yeah. Um, and what we want out of one and how it would fit into our lifestyle. Absolutely. I also think that we had a great kind of dive into your past history mm. as a child and like how you grew up a little bit that gives a lot of great context into who you are as a person. Uh. Yeah, I think it was pretty fun. I think people are going to enjoy that, especially if they're fans of Tashina Combs <laughs> in general. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, it was definitely a fun episode. Yeah, I enjoyed filming it. It was a lot of fun. Me too. Uh, what what uh what are you grateful for? I'm grateful to have this like new idea to think about yeah. and to like consider. Yeah, I'm really grateful for that. I love when things like that happen. I it feels very inspiring to me, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I feel I definitely feel inspired and motivated for sure. Yeah, what are you grateful for? I am grateful. I'm going to go totally on a whole other direction here. Okay. I'm, I'm grateful that my sourdough starter is doing so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. It's smelling really good. Okay. I fed it yesterday, but didn't remove anything. And mm-hmm. then I fed it again this morning and didn't remove anything. Mm-hmm. So I think even though we don't have a lot of space in the fridge right now, because um, I have those big old jugs of tea in there yeah. that I made, I think that Despite that, I'm still going to make bread today Ooh, or sometime, sometime soon, bread. probably today Do and just today. really let it sit. Well, if I start it today, it probably won't be ready till tomorrow. Oh, no. But, but, but <laughs> when it is ready, it should be pretty tangy and pretty sour. I'm I think so it's, excited. I think it'll be one of the best sourdoughs I've ever made. So I'm Dang. really excited about that. Yeah. Please make that. Okay. Please make that. I request bread. <laughs> <laughs> I need bread. I need bread. All right. Should we get into it? So what's the story you said that you, you <laughs> wouldn't tell me until we were recording? So last night I went online and looked up small home floor plans. Okay. And there are a bunch that you can buy like on Etsy and stuff for like 40, 50 bucks. Uh-huh. Not that you need to buy them, but I thought it was super fascinating. And it was really interesting to look at like the different layouts and stuff people had created for them. Oh, Because it was like okay. floor plans, like, mm-hmm. like here's the living room, here's a bedroom, here's a closet, here's the bathroom, here's a pantry, porch, yeah. things like that. For some reason, when you said floor plan, I was thinking like, like building plans. No. And I was thinking, I don't know if I'd want to buy that from <laughs> someone on Etsy for $50. No, no, no. Just like the layout. But some of them had lofts and things like that. Some had like front and back porches. Mm. Like it was really exciting to look at. Yeah, that is exciting to look at. And then I was realized like, well, how much can fit in that space, especially if you have a loft and then if you have porches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that is exciting. Yep. I think I, uh, I've i already got to the point in that dream where I feel like it's just a dream. Oh. It's still fun to look, though, and think about, right? I think, I think you have more fun with that kind of stuff than I do. Mm. I think part of the fun for me in dreaming is that there's a, at least a chance that it could be reality. And that I lose my interest in that sort of thing pretty quick once I realize it's not going to happen. Oh. Okay. I'm not saying that you shouldn't (laughs) dream and enjoy it. I'm just, you asked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, yeah. I added in. chunk. Right. So I made (laughs) Tashina another one of those Dolgana coffees. Mm -hmm. uh, And it wasn't thick enough, so I added in a little... 
inst- a little more instant coffee up after I'd whipped it a little bit, but I didn't like dissolve it properly. So it might be kind of chunky in there. Sorry about that. It's all good. Thanks for making me coffee. You're welcome. I tried doing it with this matcha that we have, mm-hmm. but in my waking up and being tired, didn't really think about what it is about instant coffee that makes it work. Mm. So obviously you can't just take a powdered tea and expect it to do the same thing. But is it still good? Yeah, it tastes great. It's the Four Sigmatic like matcha ginger mm-hmm. powder or whatever. Ginger and lion's mane, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. Which I had had it before, and I, I think just in hot water and didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. But like this, uh, with a little bit of sugar and thrown into some soy milk, it's quite delightful. Can I have a sip? Can I try? Yeah. Can I have some of yours? Mm-hmm. It almost, the ginger almost gives it like a citrusy, like orange mm, yeah. vibe. Yeah, it does. It doesn't taste as much like ginger. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. So what else is on your mind? I mean, that was really it. And I oh. thought we would get into a whole conversation about it. Oh, I'm sorry. We can. What's up? No, I mean, if, you, if you've moved on from the idea, I thought you were still kind of excited about it. Well, my, here are my thoughts. My first thought is I still want to maintain being somewhere close to an airport. Okay. My second thought is we would need to be um, somewhere where we knew people who lived around us. Mm -hmm. Like it it couldn't be in the middle of nowhere, middle of nowhere, because then we could never leave because we wouldn't have anyone to watch the cats. Yeah. And then my third thought was we've moved so many times in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and brands are not, um, keeping up with our address changes. Brandson still send stuff to our address from like four years ago. Right. And I mean, I, you know, e- even though we've emailed them and told them about the address change, it, we, you know, I'm sure they're doing the best they can. Yeah. I, I don't blame them. I blame us for moving so much. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not like we were doing it for fun, but <laughs> my point is just that we have only been here a year. Yeah. And I could just see that being kind of damaging as it's been every single time we've yeah, moved. that's true. We've lost brand, like brands just either keep sending stuff to other places or or they don't send us stuff at all. You know, they send stuff and then get frustrated because it's not getting to us. And mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of the main thing for me. Yeah. And then... As I went on my bike ride yesterday and got a flat tire and had to walk home, mm-hmm. I was looking at the mountains and just thinking about living out here. Mm-hmm. And I really do love it. Yeah, I like it out here a lot, too. Yeah, I I don't love it enough that if we had a really good situation, I would want to stay in it. Mm-hmm. But I love it enough, and there are enough pros that I think really kind of outweigh the cons. Okay. But I don't know because I think that's how I felt in California for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved, I was like, wow, I really wish we had moved five years ago. Yeah. So maybe I should think more about that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's something we do immediately, but I like looking at stuff like this and thinking about like the future of things and yeah. something that does give us more freedom and more flexibility. Yeah. Well, and especially in the way that Christina was talking about it yesterday and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, it sounds like they're building something with pretty decent amount of space. Yeah. And they're going to have multiple buildings. Oh, are they? Well, they're going to have the separate like bathhouse thing. Cause she said oh, you can yeah. have multiple structures. Right. Yeah. So it's like the potential that we could start with something like the size of our apartment yeah. with a loft. Yeah. And then we could always build a second smaller space that's like the studio. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like there's potential in that. And that's what's exciting to me is it, the freedom ahead. of the stuff that we've wanted, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I think it would be really cool to build something that, like build a studio. Mm-hmm. Like let's say it's a rectangle. Yeah. But a square of it, like the back square of it mm-hmm. is a studio. Mm-hmm. And then the front, the rest of the rectangle, it could be like you walk in on either side. We have our 
respective offices. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking like, oh, but what about the cats? And then I was thinking we could have like a little outdoor, kind of like a giant hamster tube, (laughs) (laughs) effectively. A little cat run. Yeah, a cat run so that they could get to it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I guess if it were close enough to the main building, it could just be a fenced you yeah, know, the area the between corridor. them could be fenced. Yeah. Yeah. And then that way they could hang out in between. That'd be the cutest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Especially if they both also had doors going outside, not just to each other. Yeah. Now I'm excited again. Yeah. See, I feel like, to me, I like thinking <sighs> about stuff like this because it's just fun to think about possibilities and the future into like... It keeps me from feeling discouraged about where we are and feeling stuck about where we are. Yeah. And I feel like something like this is so much more realistic than thinking about like some of those big fancy homes. You know what I mean? Which I don't even want a big fancy home. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it if somebody just gave me a big fancy (laughs) house for free. True. Um, But some of the parts about it are appealing. And I think with this situation, what's appealing is that we would since it would be something that's built it's truly built for your needs and so like the idea of like having a kitchen where the layout is something that is what you want Mm -hmm. you know things like that um yeah it's really exciting to me yeah yeah like having a place with built-in storage and not like what we have now is super exciting to me Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know just a lot of things about it are appealing. Yeah, I will say, for the most part, I actually think I I do like, in general, the layout of this apartment. Yeah, I do too, overall. Especially if the bathroom had a window. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the bathroom had a window, if that window was bigger, different. <laughs> more windows. Yeah, more windows. We have three windows that. in our whole apartment. Which <laughs> I thought would bother me a lot more. Yeah. But it kind of doesn't because like if there was a window here instead of this painting, it would make this space a lot harder mm. to shoot in. Yeah, that's true. I wish there was one in the kitchen. I wish there was one mm. in the bathroom. The kitchen window would be cute. Yeah. Because kitchen windows, even if it wasn't too small, we could just put blinds on it or something. Yeah. And then have a little cute herb curtains. garden going in it. Yeah. An indoor herb garden. And then if there was a window in the bathroom, we could have plants in the bathroom. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, sorry. I derailed you. I don't know what you're apologizing You're talking about how for. you like the layout of this place. Oh, yeah. I just, I think it's not <clears throat> not too bad. Like, I, I sort of like also how we've set it up that the further back you go, the more, like our our apartment's kind of like ombre. And it starts <laughs> with, it starts with like hanging out and relaxing yeah. and like family time. And then it slowly moves into like business work time. Yeah, totally. I really like the way that that's broken up. Although, Me too. as I'm saying that, I'm realizing the irony that we're sitting here with this recorder and these microphones and this light and this camera. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it has changed the vibe of it a little bit, but yeah. overall. See, and, yeah. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say one thing that excites me, like cabinets and space in the kitchen, I do like, that does excite me because yeah. I love, like, when we first started living together, I loved having a super organized kitchen. And yeah. then we had a roommate that was terrible. And I just, lo- I just, it basically just killed my <laughs> will to, to have did. an organized kitchen. It, it did. It really did. But I think one thing that I would love to do if we were developing our own thing mm-hmm. and designing it would be to have some sort of rigging, exposed rigging mm-hmm. so that I could hook lights up and things. Mm. Because even this setup, like this, this would be great if, for example, this light, we had lights that were mounted yeah. instead of on the ground. That way we wouldn't have to move them. Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd be really I cool. I want a little like walk-in pantry. Like even if it was tiny, even if it was like coat closet, teeny tiny, you open a door and there's shelves. Because I just, we've never lived in a place with good storage for pantry stuff. At least not that we were allowed to use. Yes. (laughs) And it has always just drived me crazy. But especially here, because Mm -hmm. it's like there are two cupboards and they're so deep. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of useless because then it's like to get stuff, 
you have to organize it in these lines. And then to get something out from the back, you're like, okay, now I have to take all this stuff off the shelf because I need this like this one oil that's back there. It'd it'd be helpful if there was some sort of rack similar to like an oven where we could pull the entire shelf. Yeah. Like each section of the thing to pull it out and be able to get what's behind it. Yeah. And they didn't enforce the shelf enough. So it's already like you put anything heavy on it and it's bowing. So it's like not super sturdy either, but Mm. it's the only storage. Mm. It drives me crazy. And I've that. been watching all these pantry organization oh, videos okay. and I'm like, man, all right. I wish we had a setup where we could like, I don't know, like putting the oils on like a lazy Susan. So it spins like, not that we need to buy a lazy Susan, but the, the, I've always wanted and enjoyed very organized pantries. And I grew up with very organized pantries. Yeah. So it's, it's frustrating to me here. Uh, yeah. I see that. Because I'm like, all the baking stuff can't be with all the baking stuff because some of it's too heavy to be on the top shelf. It's annoying. Anyway. You don't think if we went to Arizona, you'd be sad that we'd be out in the middle of nowhere and we wouldn't be able to go to like vegan restaurants or like do anything? I think I'd be a little (laughs) bit sad sometimes, but I think it's all about the trade-off. You know, like... yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't go to, there wouldn't be vegan restaurants nearby, um, you know, but if our space was rad enough and we could have little like raised garden beds and things like Mm. that, like it might not be a terrible experience, you know? Yeah. I think you would miss those social aspects more than I would. I think the thing that I've learned from us not going out and doing stuff is that well, I mean, I already knew I I loved all that. Yeah. But I think the thing that I've learned is that it kind of is important to me. And I don't know if it's something... I don't know if it's just something that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or if it's something that would legitimately be a source of sadness if I didn't have it. Yeah. Well, and I looked at that little town and there's there are like... There's coffee shops. There's breweries. There are restaurants. I don't know much about them, but... Maybe there's something. I don't know. I just, I, yeah. But I get your point of like, you want to be in a place where there's good community. That was part of what drew us to Salt Lake. Absolutely. I also feel like, um, I have, I, as much as I hate to say it, I think that I am impacted by other people. What do you mean? So, Whoa. So I mean, I mean a couple things. Um, One is there's something about during the week when other people are at work Mm -hmm. that's like not not as motivating for me to get work done as when other people are working from home or like when they're on vacation, like on the weekends. Mm I feel a bigger drive to work Hmm. or like on holidays where like it's a long weekend or people have the day off. I feel this like motivation. It's this weird internal like, oh, you're resting. Then I'm going to work harder. Yeah. Thing that I get. And so that's right. So that's one thing. Okay. But then I think when that thing is too much. Yeah. Like when you're just around people who that's their lifestyle is to just be more relaxed and like not pushing. Mm -hmm. I think that has a pretty big impact on me too in the other direction in that Mm. I kind of start to take on that lifestyle as well. Yeah. And so I, I could see it being a struggle for me if we moved out to the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Just not, Cause, ah, so I should have said, I'm also, another thing that motivates me is like being around friends that are doing cool stuff and working hard. Yeah. Like, I think it's been really, really good for me and my motivation to be friends with Roxy um, and Al. So our friends that own some vegan restaurants out here, it's watching how hard they're working and watching what they're doing. And especially because it 
as we've gotten to know them, we've come to realize that what they're doing really, really is based on spreading veganism. Yeah. Like it's totally based on heart. Yeah. It's it a hundred percent is. And like, I mean, there's no way you could see their lifestyle and not get that. That's like, I think once you get to know them, you realize that is a hundred percent why they're doing it. Yeah. And it's really the motivation be- like behind everything that they do with their businesses. And that is so inspirational to me. Mm-hmm. So inspiring and so motivating because they work so hard. Yeah. And they're so invested in making these businesses successful to help spread veganism. And like, that to me makes me want to be better at what we're doing. Mm, mm-hmm. And when I'm further away from that kind of thing and not exposed to it constantly, that motivation kind of fails because that motivation yeah. is rooted in me seeing it in other people. Yeah, that's very true. I think that's kind of the main thing is that unfortunately, I would say for better or for worse, but it's probably for worse. I tend to kind of like take on what other people are doing and really let that impact my mm-hmm. motivations. Yeah. And it's something I need to work on for sure. I don't know that I ever put it into words like this before, so mm-hmm. I don't know that I've I've really like acknowledged it to this extent. But now that I have, it's something I will work on. Mm-hmm. Still though, my point is just that it's a concern for me that that we would move somewhere where people where it's a way more relaxed style of living because people have their own uh you know their own like yeah their own house their own stuff their bills are low yeah which means the threshold for having to work and and that's you know obviously this is work in a very specific sense like i'm sure people will be working super hard on like you said starting their own gardens or yeah, building additions say, the to their places that goes into totally. being off the grid is immense yeah. and like the maintenance with that but it's a different type of work yeah absolutely so i don't know i okay. guess i'm i'm on the fence yeah i think that's fine i think that it is just important to always explore options mm-hmm. especially right now i feel like this is a good time to explore options. Yeah. And I think it is important for me. Exploring options keeps me motivated. It keeps me excited. I don't like feeling like, like I don't like being in our apartment and being like, well, this is just where we're going to live for the next five years. Like I like thinking bigger than that. And I need to constantly be thinking bigger because that keeps me motivated. It keeps me going. Yeah. Um, and so that's where something like this, I don't know, like, even though it, yeah, it's like, it's off the grid and it's totally funky and totally different. It's so different and exciting to me. And I like, I think too, because of how I was raised, like my dad had his, his cabin that was off the grid. Like it's not super foreign to me. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what is kind of exciting about it. Cause like Going back to your roots, <laughs> I a suppose child, except we'd be in the desert. There'd be, be no the trees desert. anywhere. But there'd be so much sage brush that grows on its own. Like, thank God we'd be near all the Arizona crystal shows. Like, well, not super near, but yeah, relatively near, not that near. Um, <laughs> closer than we are now. But I don't know. I just think that when I think about what my dad's cabin was like and how much space that actually was, it was a one bedroom with a loft. Yeah. It was a lot of space and, you know, uh, granted it was up on Mount Hood. He didn't live there in the winter when it was snowing because you couldn't get to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's always been kind of an exciting possibility to me. And just the stuff that you can do, like, you know, if you do have places where you can have like a garden, like it's, you can do so much for yourself. And to me, there's something so exciting about not being dependent on this system yeah for everything yeah i think the biggest challenge would be the internet thing and a composting toilet that would just be a weird change but my dad's cabin was off the grid i'm you know grew up with outhouse life so they had an outhouse yeah so how does that work the some the city or someone comes out and pumps it out every now and then nope it's just a giant hole how does that? How is that built, though? 
I mean, I don't know. This was like a long time ago, so I don't know like the legal things now, but this was so far out in the woods mm -hmm. that I don't think there was any like permitting or regulation. You so should, it was just a... I'm trying to understand though the, the, the logistics of how it was built. Like, is it a hole that goes straight down like a tube? Mm -hmm. Or is there a big empty space at the bottom? It was like a gigantic hole that just went down kind of like a tube uh -huh. and then you had the little outhouse part that was up above it and you know you have to put things into the outhouse hole to keep it like running and functional on its own oh to keep it composting yeah to keep it composting okay and eventually like you know certain people in those situations will move them if they need to oh Instead of pumping it out, you just like fill it in and dig a new hole somewhere else. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. That sounds super gross. Super gross. Uh, how does it not just fall into the hole? Like the hole's not very wide? No, it's smaller than the actual outhouse structure. Right. Okay. And it's like, I mean, I don't know the details about how to secure the That's sides the part and I'm things interested like that. In. There might be, maybe there's framing in there, like wood framing. Oh, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Sense. That makes sense. Right? Um, yeah. yeah huh. Kind of like a, a mine shaft. Where did you wash your hands? You had to go back into the house and wash your hands. Oh, okay. There wasn't running water right there. Yeah. Actually, I think there, there was, but... Seems like the kind of thing I might be wrong. you could have like a decent size jug attached to the side yeah. of it or something and just use gravity. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> there's stuff you could do or to make it easy. And that was, you know, not a composting toilet. That's literally an outhouse. So it's like now there are better right. technologies for it. Living off the grid in a forest sounds so much better. It was amazing. Except... I feel like I would get creeped out more. Like there, something about yeah. being in the middle of the desert and being able to look around and see everything <laughs> as literally as far as the yeah. eye can see versus looking out into a dark forest and just being like, I have no idea what's out there. Yeah. I can't see anything. There were some times it was a little scary. Because of um, Sam's Quench? No. Uh, for a Are while. You sure? Yes. <laughs> How can you be sure? I guess I can't be sure. Okay. So okay. there's a possibility that there was a Sam Squanch living. I mean, it is in the right area. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but for a while, one year I remember there was a bear hanging around and we would see that it was marking up the trees and things oh, like yeah. that. Wow. Um, so that was like a little scary because you're like, I mean, my brother and I, like, we, we didn't go to the outhouse by ourselves, especially at night because mm. um, it was like set away from the house for obvious reasons. <laughs> and so, and even like my sisters, they wouldn't go by themselves because you just didn't know what kind of animals were right, out there. Right. Um, but overall, it was really peaceful and like you'd see deer just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there was, in, there was another structure there that... It was another little house, mm -hmm. and there was a pack rat that lived in it that my dad eventually helped move out. Helped but, move out? <laughs> yeah, he like just kept, because it had, that space also had a loft, mm -hmm. and the entire loft was its nest. Whoa. Because that's how long it had been since someone had lived in that one. Wow. So helping it move out was like taking out the nesting stuff and just keep moving it and being more physically present in that space until it eventually left. I think he used a humane trap too at the end because mm. it kept it did keep coming back in. And then I think it was just kind of like, this isn't my house, what do I do? Um, Your dad evicted this poor little mouse. Yeah. Rat, mouse rat. Rat, yeah. Rat, pack rat. Yeah, I have heard that if you find, find a mouse or a rat and you put it in a humane trap and release it somewhere else that it has to be like at least a mile away. Otherwise yeah. it'll just come back. Yeah. Cause it can smell its scent and it knows. Yeah. Man. So crazy. Yeah. Animals are awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, could you imagine being a mile away and being like, I live that way. Yeah. It's like, how, how, how do you know that? You're like, I can smell it. Yeah. I can smell myself. Yeah. And then my dad had to figure out all the, all the places that it was using to get into the house mm -hmm. and like block those up. Poor little Cause that also rat. meant that those would be like, you know, cold air issues in the winter. Sure. So yeah. I wish your dad still had one of these cabins. They were amazing. They sound amazing. Yeah. There were two little ones and he lived in the little one for a while when he was doing work on the big one. I forget what he was doing. And then it also allowed to like for a while, like my sister, 
I think each of my sisters lived up there with him and then he had mm-hmm. friends that stayed with him for a while because it was basically two little houses. Do you think um, you'd want to build an outhouse? Like, <clears throat> sorry, you're, I'll you. get back. I'll, I'll ask that question again, but okay. you, you were going, sorry, go ahead. Keep um, going. Yeah, sorry. I think it was really cool. The little cabin though, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it didn't have a shower in it. Um, it had a really big porch and you could do an outdoor shower there, but the regular shower was in the big cabin. And Mm -hmm. I think the little cabin, I honestly don't remember if it had, it had to have running. I know it had a kitchen sink, but I don't remember if it had running water. There was a natural spring Mm -hmm. and my dad used that. There was a little well, like it was a legit, like old, like well that came up out of the ground made out of stone and then there was a water tank that it filled and hmm. because it was so high up in the mountains the water was super clean wow. we always boiled before we like ate with it and stuff anyway but yeah. um yeah so that was set up it was uphill from the cabin so the pipes to when my dad built the shower in the cabin that was really easy to do yeah and that was like a little addition he added on yeah and yeah and the kitchen had like a regular sink. It was a regular kitchen. It had a little propane stove, I think, but we didn't really use it much. We mostly cooked on the wood stove. Huh? Yeah, which huh. was like a, a big, like this stovetop was probably the size of this table. Yeah. I might be remembering wrong because I was a kid. It might've been a little bit smaller, but it had like, it was one that was made to be cooked on. So it had like burner areas and stuff. Yeah. And then there was another little wood stove out in the living room and some propane lights. And my dad set up the solar panels and he set them up to charge car batteries. So we had electricity. It was minimal, but we had it when it was, you know, overcast or rainy as Oregon gets for like days at a time. Sure. Yeah. And then my brother and I had our rooms in the loft upstairs. Huh. Where the pack rat used to live? No, no, no. This was in the big cabin. The pack rat was in the little cabin. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. We didn't have rooms in the little cabin. Oh, I see. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to think about. It was really cool. It was fun, especially as a kid. And like, it was fun to help him with stuff around there. Yeah. I bet that was super fun. Yeah. My aunt, uh, my aunt lived out in like, kind of middle of nowhere Angwin and I loved staying at their place. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I bet. Going on these hikes in the woods mm-hmm. that you've never been to before and that was when Ed's dad told me that I I should always keep uh that his dad taught him when he was a little kid in Mexico that whenever you go out, especially by yourself, mm-hmm. you should always keep a little bit of salt and pepper with you <laughs> just in case you get lost and you have to eat something that at least you can season it a little bit and That's not very die. funny. Yeah. And he also taught me about how, uh, like the moss growing on the side of the tree is based on like wind and humidity and all that, or like growing on the side of a rock. So if you have mm-hmm. to sleep, sleep on the other side, mm-hmm. just weird little things like that. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. So do you want an out? Like, would you, even if you had a composting toilet, like yeah. let's say it's not going into a hole in the ground, but do you think you'd want an outhouse? Like, does that seem fun to you? I don't know. Cause of the nighttime thing. Right. The nighttime thing and the snow thing. Yeah. Like it was, it was not ideal. Mm-hmm. I mean, where my dad's was and how it was set up, which it was like that before he moved in. So yeah. I think he was like, I'm just going to leave it. Um, situationally it was great during the day it was great mm-hmm. at night though having to like get dressed put on your shoes sure use yeah. the flashlight wake someone else up because you're nervous about wild animals right and, and that ha- far north in arizona definitely snows yeah it does snow yeah and like then there's someone waiting outside with the flashlight like I remember my brother and I would wait for each other uh-huh. and you'd just be like okay I'm in the dark with the flashlight like Okay. Yeah. Like. Flashlights are always kind of weird because you can see this little beam of light, but that's all you can see. Yeah. But if something were looking at you from far away, it would be pitch black and then they'd see exactly where you are. Yes. Like it's almost <clears throat> in that regard, it's almost like scarier. Yeah, it is in a way. It <laughs> is. Because you're putting out this beacon of like, here's mm-hmm. where I am. Yeah, this totally. Is me. Yeah. And for the animals out there, it's like, 
you know, they're all very much just doing their own thing, definitely more afraid of us than we were of them. And the bears were mostly like black bears. Like we'd see little black bears sometimes on the road and Mm -hmm. they just run off into the woods. Like, but still it was like, you didn't want to surprise one. Sure. And so it was, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know because it was, it was annoying at night to leave the house. I think the weather thing is what would get me. Yeah. Like you said, having to, like, because there are solutions to the other stuff, right? Like, again, if we connected everything yeah. by chain link fencing, yeah, or even if we had our, you know, just something, <clears throat> something to be done yeah, to make it so that we didn't actually. Yeah. But the weather, mm-hmm. that's the part that I think would be a bummer, especially because yeah. when I think of an outhouse, I think of like old barn wood with mm-hmm. like slats in it <laughs> not not big slats <laughs> so you could like really see you know like cracks and just oh, like th- you would feel the wind you right know? exactly which i'm sure is fun on a nice warm day when you you, <laughs> yeah. you want a nice breeze in there but <laughs> but in the winter i could see that just being terrible absolutely horrible yeah or when it was rainy and you had to walk out there or <clears throat> you were walking with someone else out there and you're standing out waiting in the rain like it's yeah. that much more gear to put on sure so i would rather something in the house mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um but I also do really like Christina's idea of an additional bathhouse with something a little fancier. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, it'd be amazing to have like a little like a little structure that's set up that's like all about relaxation and meditation and crystals and things like that. Like I would yeah. love that. Yeah. And I think that's why stuff like this appeals to me because like both my parents are like untraditional kind of hippie-ish people. True. And... The, yeah, the idea of like, I don't know, being able to have multiple structures for different things. I don't know. Something about it's really interesting to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially for the price. Yeah. To be able to basically spend a luxury car's amount of money mm-hmm. and have a place to call your own. Yeah. On property that you own. Yeah. That is extremely appealing yeah, to me. Yeah, I am curious about the monthly costs of like, you know, having radio or satellite internet and what it costs to fill up the water tanks and <clears> things <throat> like that. Like, I am curious about what the monthly costs are, but I also know that whatever they are, it's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Than, yeah, especially if you're doing solar. And if you do solar, maybe mixed with some propane as a backup, like you're pretty it's very easy to be totally covered yeah and to have everything set up and like i think that's where in between like christina and tolman and then like my dad with all his experience we have so many resources Mm -hmm. of people who really know what they're doing and talking about yeah that's very true we i think that we are lucky enough that we know people who have done this kind of thing and then we also have friends and family that are actual contractors and you know like your dad has been doing the van life thing and building floating homes and living off the grid for decades yeah so he has all this experience and then we know people who have like remodeled houses and built all this stuff and tolman has all this experience yeah yeah that's where i think too if we were gonna do it we would need to be like christina and tolman's neighbors yeah and also, too, now I'm have sold a on familiar it again. Let's go. Like, it'd be fun to just hang out with them and be like, all right, let's get like our. We could have a communal, communal like barbecue pit. Yeah, I was going to say we, we could get the lot by theirs and have a communal area that's barbecues and mm-hmm. one of those big giant like water things that is a pool. Oh, right. Yeah. And then we just like share that space. You know what would be. <laughs> you know <laughs> so funny to do what get one of those big like water feeding troughs yeah and uh, i don't know maybe put it up on cinder blocks or something mm-hmm. and then have something set up so you could build a fire underneath it to heat heat the water up <laughs> have a little hot tub yeah it seems like it'd be really tough to regulate the temperature but i'm sure you could figure out a way to do it i'm sure people have done it yeah well maybe maybe part of regulating the temperature is that you don't actually have the fire burning yeah but maybe like, you know, you sit and hang out, you have this fire, you cook, whatever, and then you shovel the coals under. Yeah. And then the coals are what heat up the mm, water or something. Yeah. I've d- gone to, okay, not 
not hot tubs like that. But Mm -hmm. one of our camping trips out to Montana with my mom growing up, we stopped at this place in Idaho and it was a campground, but then you could hike mm-hmm. and it was by a river and on the cliff side were natural hot springs yeah. and they had brought in a bunch uh, of tubs. Like yeah. I can't remember if they were tubs like that or bathtubs. <sighs> That's always the coolest. Yeah. And so it would flow into different ones and you could just sit there, which now that I think about it, it's kind of gross. Because if you're at the bottom one, you're getting everybody else's well, water. No, they didn't like drain into each other, oh, okay. but like... I guess it was flowing water through them. It just slowed the flow. You wouldn't want to get in it right after someone else. Anyway, <laughs> it was pretty amazing, though, to be sitting there on this cliffside, basically, and you could see the river below you, and yeah. you're, like, in this tub of mm-hmm. natural hot springs. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, that would be the ideal. <clears throat> yeah. But I think because <laughs> this type of living has become so much more popular, because we mm-hmm. were looking at land yesterday. Yeah, Idaho is expensive. Montana was kind of expensive. Yeah. I think because it's so many like ranch areas, so it's much bigger plots of land. Yeah. It and, wasn't like one or two acres. It was like 57 acres. Right. And it's not land that's typically like not used necessarily. It's like people could use this for a ranch. As we're yeah. like in the middle of the desert, it's like... Yeah, this will probably never get used to grow anything yeah. or any livestock or, yeah, you know, it totally. would take a lot. It would. But I do think that there's a lot of ways to get creative. I don't know. I'm very interested in it and I'm interested in the process around it. And that's very exciting to me. Okay, so what do you think, where would we live while we were building it? That's what I was thinking about and trying to figure out and I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I already have an idea. Oh, you do? Yeah. What is it? Would you like to share with the class? Sure. Um, we would build out the studio first. Mm. I don't know exactly. Because it would maybe be like camping. Okay. I mean, it would depend on how long it was for. Right. I just, I know that, A, I, I would I would either want to be a part of the building as in helping build it. Yeah. Or I would want to be a part of it as in at least documenting it. I would want to document the whole thing, like a beautiful mess style documentation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I agree with you completely. Because like I have always found their house projects so amazing and inspiring. Yeah. And it's because they document it so well. Mm-hmm. And like the end, like the end results are always so cute. And yeah. like the heart that goes into it and them talking about it and why they made these decisions. Like, I love it. So I would want to do something similar. I wonder if there's a house in the nearby town that we could rent. That's what I was during wondering. During the building process. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think it's worth looking into. I was also thinking, too, she mentioned a lot of stuff near them is on Airbnb is off the grid. So maybe that would be worth checking out. Yeah. Seeing what we could find and going down. Obviously not anytime soon, but going down for like a week or something like long enough to have to deal with like getting groceries things like that yeah that i think i i agree with your reasoning there i think that would be extremely expensive though because we'd have to get someone to watch the cats for a week that's crazy okay then maybe not all the way down there but finding somewhere off the grid to rent for like a week or so Hmm. and just to see what it's like Hmm. to see if it's something we can actually do. I don't know. I say we just do it and hope for the best. (laughs) That has been our method of doing things. It really has. It totally has with so many of our living situations. This one included. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never been to Utah before we moved here. We'd never seen our apartment. True. I'm oddly, for someone who needs as much structure as I do, I'm oddly comfortable with these like weird leap decisions of like, let's just Hmm. see what happens. That is interesting. Because my structure and everything is not based on that. Yeah. So as long as I am in a situation where I can create that structure and what I need for myself. Yeah, I think the structure you find is more in the day-to-day and less in the like, let's make this huge decision. Yeah, <laughs> it's really strange. Um, yeah, and maybe that's part of why this is appealing to me is because I'm like, why not? Like, just try it. Why not just try it? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Are you excited again? Yeah, I am. I think I'm going to message Christina and just talk to her more about it and what it's been like for them. Um, Maybe we should just call her today. 
talk talk to her some more about it. Yeah. Yeah, after the live stream. Yeah, because I'd like to know, too, what she thinks. Yeah. What time did you say the live stream is at? 12, so it's in oh, two okay. hours. Okay, cool. And you announced that? You did a post announcing it? No, you, I asked if you would. Oh, I asked if you would. Oh. Yeah. All right, I'll do it once we're done here. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, it definitely is appealing to me. Yeah. Especially the thought of doing multiple little structures. Yeah. Because also, if we had the studio space, if we had the studio and the office space separate from the living space, yeah, that would... Okay. I don't know, I guess. I was going to say that to me seems like it would save so much, but I don't know if that would be cost effective because then you're talking about instead of pouring one foundation, pouring two separate foundations. That's true. Like it could still be a separate part of the, the, the house. Yeah. And be, Oh, okay. Okay. I just got such a cool idea. Okay, share. Okay, so the bottom part is mm-hmm. kind of rectangular like this. Yeah. And on the far side of one, like let's say if it was broken into like four segments. Okay. Then like the fourth segment is the studio. Yeah. And then there's a top level, mm-hmm. but it only extends the first three segments. And then oh. over the studio is uh, a deck. That would be rad. That I would, would love be that. Amazing. Yeah, I would love that. And I think too, just having a studio space and like an office space that similar to here where we can close the door, but here the space is st- is so small that I'm always in that room doing other stuff. Like hmm? it's like I'm not just in the office when I'm working. Does that make sense? And so the idea of having a space where I can I'm like not sure I get what you're saying. Okay. Here, the space, it's so small that we're always in that room doing other stuff, not just work. So to me, it's really appealing to have like a compartmentalized area where we can close the door and still have all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me now, it's like, okay, if I want to get, if I want to, if I'm going to read a book, I go into the office and get a book. If I want to grab some bath salts because I'm taking a bath. I go into the office and get bath salts. If I need a new body lotion, I go into the office and get a Mm. body lotion. Like so much of what I do, even if I'm not actively working, involves going into the workspace. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's very, hi, Junie. It's very appealing to have a space where it's like, okay, I'm only there when I'm working really. And granted product would probably still live in there, but I don't know. Maybe we'd have a product pantry or something. I have an idea. What? So you know how I was saying like you walk in and then on either side there's like our individual offices. Yeah. And then maybe you go further in and on either side there's like a little walk-in closet Mm. that's like a lot of your extra makeup and stuff. Yeah. And mine could be like a gear closet. Yeah. And then the studio. I mean, yeah, the, the reality is the vast majority of what's in there would need to be in there. It's yeah. all makeup and beauty stuff and work stuff. And, yeah. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. It'd be nice too, though, for me to like, on a day-to-day basis, if I'm getting ready to not be sitting at the filming table to get to do my makeup. Yeah, absolutely. Like stuff like that would be nice. So just little things. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Like, because for me... You would want like a bathroom with a vanity yeah, or something where just, you feel like you could do your Even makeup. just some little table like with a little window by it like where, yeah, where I didn't have to be sitting at our filming setup to do my makeup. Couldn't you do that with how we have the bathroom set up right now? Um, No, because the bathroom doesn't have good ventilation. It gets too humid in there for most products. To do your light, makeup? Well, no, for doing it, the lighting is terrible in there. Even with the the light that we just put in there? Yeah, it's because of where the lights are. But with the ring light. Oh. um, The light that we just put in there. I guess I could, but... I'm just trying to figure out... Like, I'm trying to get an idea of what works and what doesn't. Have you never tried it? I... Um, so, the thing about 
with the bathroom space now is that it's still, I would have to, I go into the office, pick out whatever products I'm going to use, take them into the bathroom. I get that. But you would have to do that anyway, right? I could have a small selection that's just permanently. Okay. I'm, what I'm trying to figure out right now is just the physical thing. What would work, right? Like that's what I'm wondering. Not the logistics of, where would products be and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But what do you actually need to be able to do your makeup somewhere else? What I need is just a little permanent setup. And personally, I, I'm trying, I'm getting there. Personally, I absolutely hate doing makeup in bathrooms. Okay. So, you're, you're getting caught up on the detail of the fact that it's in this specific bathroom. Okay. I would need a little table, like uh-huh. a little surface, so there's and no way that, that that setup, if it weren't in a bathroom, that wouldn't work for you? I would prefer natural light, personally. <laughs> the, if it was set up not in a bathroom, could it work? Sure. I think so. <laughs> Thank but you. it would still feel like because of the... I just lo- inhaled my hair and it went all the way Because of it being a light that we use for filming, it would still feel like I'm at a filming table. So it would not be that like casual comfortable everyday like feel which is what i want Mm. i wouldn't want studio lights i want to feel like i'm not filming got it that's the main thing i see yeah okay yeah so that's why for me like i prefer to do my makeup with natural light yeah like when we're not filming even though i'm at the filming table well i have to turn the filming light on to do it because that room doesn't get great light unless you're really close to the window right but a lot of times I'll do my makeup sitting at my computer yeah. and I put a mirror in the window and open the blinds mm-hmm. and use the natural light. Like I prefer to use natural light. Got it. If I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I just, I want to be not with a filming light. Not sure. With, yeah. So like a vanity setup where you're maybe facing a large window. Yeah. Yeah, where there's like a window right behind it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be large, but I, d- I mean, it'd be amazing if it was. Yeah, I was just thinking like if we built a second part that had like what Christina was describing, kind of like a barn style roof, yeah. then maybe that's an option to have, you know, in the middle would obviously be the taller part, like a large panel that's basically just one huge window. Yeah. That takes up most of one of the walls there. Yeah, that could be rad. Kind of like what Rianne has in her vanity setup. I have no idea what Rianne has in her vanity setup. So she has like her desk, (laughs) her vanity table, and then it's like just windows behind it on either side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she has like a lighted mirror and stuff, but she doesn't have to use it. There's enough natural light. Right. And I think that's part of it too, is like, especially this place overall, like parts of it get good natural light, Mm -hmm. but I really want natural light more yeah more natural light. yeah me too i mean yeah yeah 100 percent. so natural light is just the best yeah so fun Mm -hmm. and especially if you are out somewhere like that it seems like a good opportunity to have more uh more opportunity for natural light yeah completely i don't think i'd want it in the studio no because if i were going to actually build a studio i would want it to be as studio-ish as possible Mm -hmm. meaning like at least even if it's just handmade sound treatment stuff like better treated walls and nice insulation so we can keep it cool yeah it obviously needs some sort of air conditioning yeah but even like a unit like this Mm -hmm. if we had one in the main area and then one in the studio or something yeah totally I think so too we would just need to figure out it's the logistics of figuring out details like that. Like how does that work with the solar setup? Right. Um, solar. I forgot solar. Yeah. Solar. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Have a own little solar farm. Yeah. And we could have a little compost thing and like a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And then we could use that to yep. fill our raised beds. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm into it. What would we grow? Like what? Like, 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 let's say we could get there any time of year. And we had enough for you to grow four, four edible plants. <laughs> what would those be? 
Um, I would definitely want to do, I think, potatoes. Because they're so easy. They're so easy uh-huh. and you can get so much. Yeah. Potatoes, onion, does garlic, can that count as one onion and garlic? No, those are okay. totally potatoes, different things. Potatoes, onion, um, I think some sort of green. Like, I don't know about Kale. lettuce because it's kind of temperamental. Like, it can get bitter really easily. That might be better indoors. But yeah, like kale or chard or something like that. Mm. Like, some sort of green. And then, I think a fruit like a berry. Like a strawberry? Yeah. But again, I don't really know. Like, I, <laughs> I need to do research into what can grow in those climates. Mm-hmm. But if you have the raised beds and you bring in soil and then you figure out like a little drip watering system and a water collection system for the drip system, yeah. then I think you you have a lot more options. And then I would definitely want to do like some potted herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely want to keep doing succulents and cactuses and stuff like that. Like I would want so many plants there, but I think between what's available indoor and outdoor, there's a lot of opportunity for edible and non-edible things. Yeah. I keep asking you these questions and then listening to the first five sentences and then just drifting off into a daydream about living in that (laughs) scenario. So I didn't hear the last half of what Um, you said, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's I'm sorry. I I just, I'm like so excited now. I want to do it again. (laughs) Like, let's go. Let's get out of here. I just think too, it's something where it's, it's an exciting thing. I think Let's do some research mm-hmm. and let's figure out like what is actually possible and what would make it make sense. And that's the thing too, is I think it's very easy in these situations to get excited and to forget some of the practical things you need to think about. So like we would need to look at, for example, coverage maps for like radio internet yeah, to make sure it's a good area. Um, Which I will not be surprised if it's a terrible area. She said cell phone reception's good. So yeah, there's true. a chance, I feel that. like. And the thing is, too, is it is, from what I was reading, the town near it is actually pretty touristy. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if there is decent internet. Just yeah. like they don't necessarily have like cable internet where they are because the wiring isn't there. Yeah. But I wouldn't, surprise, wouldn't be surprised if there's decent internet capabilities. And I think for also, most... the Forest Service would need it, like the people running the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Anyway. I think, too, that for most of what we do, we don't need great internet. Mm-hmm. And if we just filmed in chunks yeah, and then had a hard drive and a laptop and drove into, mm-hmm. into a different town and uploaded somewhere else. Yeah. You know, if we had to. Yeah. So I think it's just worth researching into the practical options. Like what plants could we realistically grow there and what mm. would go into that mm-hmm. setup wise, cost wise. Yeah. Um, How hot are the summers? How cold yeah, are the winters? Exactly. Like we need to think about it in a practical standpoint, not yeah. just from the, this is exciting standpoint and see that the things cross reference each other correctly. And that's the thing too, is it no, doesn't mean no, that no, 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 no still be excited because it doesn't mean that this whole thing as a possibility couldn't work it just means maybe okay (laughs) go on it just (laughs) means that maybe there are some adjustments we would need to make either to what we want to do or to our expectations Mm -hmm. or you know like just some things that you just decide what is worth it what are the deal breakers things like that Mm -hmm. um and kind of go from there yeah because also too like you know, it's not the only place we could do something like this. It's definitely the like land wise, super cheap. But if this is something that we are actually interested in doing, we could start cross referencing it with other locations and kind of keep an eye out, mm-hmm. especially as things shift, you know? Yeah. So that's it. Okay. Cause like yesterday we had looked at that land plot in Colorado, but it was so far out that it was like the idea of, just practical things like what if what if we need groceries? What if something happens? Right. But also then getting people out there to build would automatically cost so much more. True. So just like figuring out what actually makes sense about locations. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Good. I think we should end it right here. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, for Mm -hmm. watching. If you've watched this far through, and I mean watched, like 
because I'm curious. I'm very curious if anybody actually watches this far through. So if you put this on, if you put the video on and walk away, that's fine. I'm not, my feelings aren't hurt, but I am very curious about whether you actually watch the show this far yeah, in. or just listen. Yeah, or just listen. Either way is fine, but mm-hmm. I'm very, very curious to know. So if you've watched this far in, leave a comment and let us know. Maybe, uh, maybe leave a keyword like... Potato. Or, or <laughs> juniper. Something about juniper and potatoes. <laughs> or just tell us, yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Right. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time.